Well, Chris Hemsworth returns to the big screen in Thor, Love and Thunder. And he gets reunited with Jane. And Milton is reunited with Kevin on season two of the Finding Good podcast. Finally. Yes. We are back in our new Oh, Room, our new studio. Like, I can go like this. Yeah. And this. Like and this. Every time we did that <laughs> last season, I got poked in the eye. It's L- true story. Good thing I wore glasses. But Kevin, we're back. We've been down for a few months. We had to take a pause on the Finding Good podcast. We did. But uh, for good reasons, right? You know, of course, we had to build this new studio. And uh, but. What you been doing during this time since we've been having well, this break? It, it has been it has been the summer during our break. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of baseball with the boys. Oh, that's cool. Carting my girl around to all her friends. Yeah. You know, two kids and they're both teenagers, so the schedules are busy and right. uh, she's got a job now, Roaring Springs. We're doing a lot of Roaring Springs stuff and water stuff. But I mean that's that's life. It just keeps going. Life keeps going. I I've got my two uh, you know, one started her new job. Uh, doing an internship with Marriott, so that's been exciting, wow. and just like driving up and down from Southern California, that's not <laughs> that much fun, actually. No. Uh, but you know, life keeps going, Re- relaunching my church, you know, wow. through the pandemic thing and getting everything going again, though, so yeah. that's been fun. But this is where the fun happens, right here at the Finding Good Podcast. I have missed going to the theater to watch movies, but most of all, I've missed going with you. It's been great, movies. huh? Yes, because you are a like a full body moviegoer. I, I can't help it. And it's just it's a unique experience. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I can entertain you yeah, along with the with right. the movies. But right. we do want to warn you, we are gonna jump into uh, Thor Love and Thunder, Thor 4. We are gonna talk spoilers during this. So if you haven't seen it yet and and you care. Hit pause, go see the movie, come back, and we'll be here waiting for you. Yes. So this is the fourth uh, Thor. Yes. So we had um, we had horrible, and then we had even worse, and then we had really good, like Rangarok. Rangarok. <laughs> well, I haven't learned how to pronounce things any better during our break. <laughs> no. Uh, but it was a really good movie, and then now we're back to really bad. Look, you're wrong. You're right, you're wrong, and you're wrong. Okay, no, you're right. You don't agree with any of those? The point is that the original Thor was a great, great start to the Thor movie, okay? The second, you're right, that one was not good. Horrible. Uh, Dark World. Ragnarok, amazing, wonderful. And this was, well, we'll talk about this one. But I know what your problem is. I know what your problem is. Your problem is that you do not respect the acting skills of one Natalie Portman. Who is a great actress? She is. I can't. I can't pronounce this well enough. She is the worst. She's the not. worst. She's <laughs> like, not. She's so bad. No, she is not. Listen. But here's the deal. Natalie is in one and two. Not great movies. She was totally absent in number three. One of the best Marvel movies ever. And now she's back in four. And she just brought it down. The whole movie was really good, but she's just not a comedic actress. Listen. Listen. Uh, Again, 
Check out her filmography. She is a great <laughs> actress, okay? Uh, check out movies like The Professional. Okay, check but that's Check out movies like, like Heat. Check out movies like Jackie. These are all great films where she does a great job in them. I just don't think your argument holds up, and here's why. If I'm really great at soccer and I go play soccer, that doesn't mean I'm going to come over and be great at tennis. And just, and like, if I'm good at one sport and not good at the other, I'm just not good at this one. Some people are good at multiple things not Natalie okay. Portman your problem is your problem is it's you and all you millennials is right, that you've okay. you've only <laughs> been exposed to her mostly through the Star Wars movies right the 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 one two and three yes. which are the worst of all the Star Wars movies because we will all Portman. admit <laughs> except three three was good uh, but it's not her fault that she was given bad material. She did the best she could with bad material. She's an awesome actress. All right, so we're gonna have to absolutely already agree to disagree on this on this point. Yeah, uh, but but we agree let, you're wrong. Let's talk about the movie at large because I think the movie at large was actually pretty solid. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so we'll just gloss over the the poop that Natalie Portman is, and we'll just we'll we'll look at the wow. movie at large. Um, Takita what 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 What's his name? Taika. I don't Watiti. do. Taika. 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 That's how, that's how you say his name. Yeah. Taika. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't research this stuff. Uh, it's boring. Obviously. It doesn't help either, because then I research and I still get it wrong. Well, he has one of the most unique voices. <laughs> he does. In in Hollywood. Uh, he's got a very interesting approach to comedy, uh, which you either love or hate. You know, I, it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of weird, but I, I find it funny because there's still the junior high boy still exists inside <laughs> of me. Yes, <laughs> so, <true>. yeah, <laughs> yes, and they tripled down on humor. Oh my goodness! What yeah. worked in the last movie, they tripled down on this, oh, and it's throughout the sure. whole thing. Yeah. Now, let's talk villain here. Kay. Christian Bale comes in as the villain, yeah. and wow. Fantastic. One, uh, one, uh, my favorite villain in all of the MCU has been Thanos. Okay. Complicated, you know, but this is number two. This guy, um, Gore, I think his name was in, in the film? Yes. Yeah, uh, Gore the Gore. God Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. The God Slayer, wasn't it? Or Butcher. butcher. It was butcher? butcher? Okay. Um, what, what, a, what a great... Portrayal. Christian Bale's a great actor. I mean, I mean, it's I can, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, hello, Batman, right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, great, great uh, villain, complicated story, that, which we'll we'll get dive in a little bit deeper. He did. You um, talked. You talked a little bit about comparing him with Hela, which Hela. was a villain. Yes, one of my favorite MCU villains yeah. of all time. I just think she was great. She is. But I will agree with you that she did not have the emotional depth that Christian Bale's character had. She just wanted to just destroy everything. Right, right. Yeah, just, just burn it all to the ground. All to the ground. And Christian Bale, he actually had an emotional arc, something that was carrying him to do this horrific thing, honestly, you know. Well, uh, killing gods, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slaying people all over the place, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. No, no. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, in, in comparison to Ragnarok, which let's uh, we will agree on this. Ragnarok is the best of the Thor movies. Fantastic. Of the, th of the Thor movies. By far. And, and we compare this one. Uh, I, I struggle to decide which one I like better because I feel like the humor in this movie was a little campier, a little spoofier. Sure. Right? And there was much more emotion. And there was less emotion in Ragnarok, and I felt the comedy in Ragnarok was a little more muted and better, done better. So, 
balance. I don't know. I'm, it, it was, was a, a balance. better balance in Ragnarok. Yeah, I, I thought the seventeenth goat joke in this one, <laughs> a little. That was a little much. I, I was okay at sixteen, but seventeen was like okay. We get it, it did get me when they crashed into that planet. <laughs> that I almost lost it. I almost dropped my popcorn. It was so good. <laughs> that was the worst. There, there are some. There, there are some things I got to talk about. Okay. Beyond beyond what we've you know what we've already mentioned, and to me this is kind of a serious thing. Uh, okay. I, I, there was the scene in the movie that everybody was talking about. This okay, is what the, scene the, was the that? flick scene, the the oh, big Thor reveal. Gotcha, gotcha. You know where like where we saw Thor's hammer, like that scene. You know, and I, <laughs> you know, sometimes. <laughs> You say things that just to me see wonder how, if I want to do this Just anymore. to see how you'll react. That's Listen, really all it's about. I, yeah. Okay. As a parent of young children, I get where you're coming from. But, but come on. You got you to gotta relax a little bit. You got to relax a little bit. It's just two pieces of flesh stuck together. Like, <laughs> but here's the deal. Here's why I'm concerned. Okay. Because when I go into McDonald's, okay, yeah. there's a big, giant thing promoting Thor Happy Meals. Okay. This is a PG-13 movie okay. that now has nudity in it. And Technically, yes, it and, has nudity in it. And right. we are promoting this to Happy Meal age kids. I just think the disconnect is getting larger. And I think it speaks higher to the society of the comfort level of when are we introducing our kids to this kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, the curiosity of it and what it, will, what it could unlock. Um, for for all kids, yeah, and so yeah. I just have concerns. It's a, like a slip slippery slope kind of argument. Very much so. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this question: How many times have we seen the butts of minions? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong here? Like, yeah, but <laughs> but because they're cartoon and yellow, it's I mean. All right. Well, it's well, a slippery okay. slope on purpose. Yeah, I guess so. So I, guess so. I, I just got to call out. And as okay. parents, if you haven't seen it yet, I, I think it's something that has been talked about a lot. Be aware that's in there. It, it definitely is in there. Yeah. And and no matter how many times they blur it out in the in the scene in the in the trailer, <laughs> it's not blurred out in the movie. So no, just just be prepared to see the uh, backside of Chris Hemsworth. There you go. Okay. But, but I do I do appreciate the humor, the action, the emotion. And in uh, the balance of all of it. So. Yeah. So let's go a little bit deeper into this movie. All some right. of the messages that that it's bringing out. Um, we the movie starts with Thor, and and we the last time we saw Thor, it was at the end of Endgame, where mm-hmm. he basically had lost his purpose. He had become this big, you know, tubby version of, of right. Thor. You know, yep. uh, big Lebowski version of Thor, <laughs> and and he lost his way. Yeah. And this movie is about him trying to find that again. Um, and that's not something that many of us are foreign to. No. Right? The experience of like not sure who we are, maybe thinking we're going in one direction, whether it's in a relationship or a career or, or I don't know, so many other options. But, and then it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. And now all of a sudden you find yourself without purpose yeah. or without direction. Uh, have you have you had that kind of experience in your life? Oh yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. You having it right now? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing here? Where where are we going with this? No, I think it's definitely it was definitely a major theme of the movie of of what do you do when you've lost your way? 
Right. And, and and how do you come out of that? And I think we handle that two different ways. Okay. We we isolate, and I, I can say I. You know, I, I isolate, I I hole up. I don't seek community. Uh, I don't take care of myself mentally and physically, and it just it just kind of slowly deteriorate. Um, or you can do what we what we didn't see with with Thor's character and started to see in this movie is find community. Mm, and yeah. I certainly uh, that has certainly been my way out of these times, where where you just look around and it's it's interesting how f- how fast it happens and how slow it happens. Right. You don't just instantly get there. You you slide down, and then all of a sudden you hit that bottom, and you're like, I don't I don't like where I'm at. I don't like I don't like who I'm with. I don't like um, what I've surrounded myself with. I don't like what I'm doing. And how do I get out? And on the reverse side, it's not a jump out of the pit. It's it's I got to call some people, and start getting real, and start facing reality, and, and crawl myself out. So it, community has been the thing that has that has helped me yeah for sure I remember a time that I was in a relationship with a young lady that I thought was going really well you know and I thought was could have been like the one you know at one point and then when that fell apart when she basically dumped me believe it or not I've been dumped before you don't believe it no it happened yeah that was a tough year but okay yeah but recentering myself with the good friends that I had um, this happened during college, during the co- my college years. Recentering myself with also a purpose I was serving at at, a, at my church, and just like diving deep with the people that I that I was around, and and finding the things that I was familiar with that were bringing great things into my life, mm. and just jumping headfirst into those things and trying to put that behind me. That really made made a difference. But yeah, I think you're right. The people, the people that are around you. And and Star Lord told, told Thor that you know like when right. you're when you're Great lost scene. you know just look into the eyes of the people you love right and and I think there's such a great message there that we need to remember because you're right we tend to just kind of pull away because I don't know if it's shame or if it's just this feels good just me being by myself and just forgetting everything that's around me but that's when you need people the most sure. In those moments, I also think it's it's failure, and so yeah. there's a lot of times I know in my life where I've doubled down on that failure. Yeah. Instead of instead of admitting the fault and admitting where I'm at, and uh, admitting that I need help, I actually, I actually go, no, I can I can fix this, mm-hmm. and, and I'm gonna keep going this direction, and it'll get better. Yeah. And it never does. When you have that gut check that things aren't great. That's when you should start picking up the phone, right? Having coffee, yeah. Getting out of the house, eating a salad, right? <laughs> for yeah. Thor, in Thor's case, oh, thank, yeah. thanks for hitting below the belt on that one. <laughs> now let, let's jump to Christian Bale's character because we have two two great arcs in this in this story. We have Thor's arc and then we have Gore's arc, yeah. right? And this one, as a as a person of faith and a pastor of a church, this one really hits hard hard to me because. It's a man who gets disappointed by his God. Hmm. And that is such a a common story. People who have been disappointed by either God or God's people. Hmm. And then they turn their backs on God. Now, Gord went 
to the whole nother level of like, okay, I'm going to eliminate these gods. But, but most people just be like, I'm going to eliminate God from my life and I'm just going to turn my back on God. What has, has that ever happened to you where God has let you down in some way? And, and how did you deal with that? Honestly, I think it's the reverse. Okay. Me. So I don't think it's necessarily God letting me down. I think it's more me letting God down. Okay. And, and knowing that and not being able to face him and then slandering his character by not showing up for the grace and the love that I know. So in a way, it's the same thing. It's just different. Yeah. It's, um, it's not understanding... Uh, it's not understanding who he is in my life. Um, it's taking the, the, the judgment and the disappointment um, to a different level. And then, and then the separation happens. Um, definitely, I think there's a lot of similarity there. And I'm sure as a pastor, you've heard a lot of stories. Sure. It's not something that many would probably just admit in everyday conversation, but I'm sure you hear the heartbreak of, of God disappointing us when, when, when family members die, right? or when addictions don't get healed, or when, we're, or when our own bodies are not recovered. Yeah. Um, there's just so many things that can go wrong in our human experience. And then when we put God into the mix, whether he's causing it or whether we're causing it and not admitting it, it can get a giant mess. Yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one story that happened during our break. Okay, so, you know, of course, COVID was, was a thing, right? And, and um, I was in a situation which could have easily become a person blaming God and saying, God, you did this to me. And it was uh, a, a lady whose mom was in the hospital with COVID. They actually, they, for some reason, they let me come in as, as the pastor into a room. And I watched that lady take her last breath mm. and pass away. And me being there with the family, helping them as they cried their tears, as they asked our questions. And, uh, and I, I've seen this play out before. God, you didn't heal my mom. So why should I trust in you? And the opposite happened. <laughs> the person became even stronger in her faith and rededicated herself to God's purposes in her life. And as I analyze that situation and, and I'm saying, God, why did that, why did it turn in the way I wasn't expecting it to turn? And it was as simple, and it's what we said before, because the community came around her and the rest of the family and was there for her and cried with her and, and questioned with her and, yeah. and prayed with her and the whole family. And I think that, to me, again, I, I come back to this over and over in so many situations. A strong community can help us go through almost the worst things and come out well at the other end. Uh, so d I think disappointment is more likely when you're dealing with things by yourself. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because if God's people come through... God has just demonstrated something about himself that you didn't know before, and he's showing his love through others. Yeah. Uh, one more thing that I would just throw in there yeah. is not only lean on community, but something that you can do, something that we can do, is dig that deep well now in, in health Yes. so that it's there when you need it. And so that we're not going and asking these big crisis questions to God when it hits, but we're asking those 
before it hits. Mm-hmm. We're, we're making sure that our, that our relationship is strong, that our foundation is strong, that we are feeding ourselves these truths. And that way, when life fails, uh, we don't look at God and go, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, we actually have somewhere to go with those questions. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that does it for the first episode of season two of the Finding Good podcast. And uh, yeah, so wh- I, I forgot how we end. Oh, like the video. There you go. <laughs> subscribe, share it with a friend, and we're going to be back. Yes, we will. Because we got more movies and more episodes and so much fun things to share with you. So thank you for being with us. And I guess this is us saying, see you later.